gets colder My eyes goes thin as I get older Piece and pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life Cause I can't stop the walk Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Trish and Evie's Focus on the Facts. My co-host is Patricia Negron. She is my partner in crime in taking down the global pedophile networks. Today we will continue to cover the takedown of the global child sex trafficking networks with the latest news in the child sex trafficking scandals of Jeffrey Epstein and the Nexium sex cult. The latest news in the Nexium case is that Dr. Brandon Porter had his medical license revoked last week for performing unsanctioned research on people as part of his connection to the Nexium cult, according to an investigation by the New York Department of Health. Between 2010 and 2017, Porter performed unsanctioned neurological research on more than 200 subjects to study psychological responses to certain stimuli. For instance, in one research study noted, dubbed the Freight Study, Porter forced his subjects to watch violent and horrific video clips that included footage of four women being dismembered with a machete and a conscious male being forced to eat his own brain matter. Dr. Porter, who knew or should have known that human subjects participating in the fright study could have been caused mental pain and suffering and or psychological injury while viewing the disturbing and violent actual video and film clips, failed to terminate such study, the Department of Health said in its investigation. The Freight Study was one of many projects tied to Nexium in which Porter failed to obtain approval from a health research review committee, failed to obtain written consent of the subjects, and failed to inform subjects of the possible risks to the study, and failed to submit reports to the New York Department of Health's Independent Review Board. The hearing committee, tasked with reviewing Porter's cases, called his studies meaningless in that they preyed on some Nexium members who expressed vulnerabilities while joining the organization, such as rough times and periods of high stress in their lives. Today, we'll also again focus on the Child Victims Act and all the lawsuits that have been filed in New York. The long-awaited act went into effect and prompted an immediate flood of electronically filed New York State Supreme Court lawsuits. The New York court system has deployed 45 judges specifically to deal with the onslaught of lawsuits including a dozen in New York City, public information officer Lucian Shafflin said. The Child's Victim Act, which also extends the statute of limitation for criminal charges against child sex abusers, was bitterly opposed by the Catholic Church and other religious groups and was blocked for years. The act over- covers victims who allege they were abused as children and teenagers by priests, teachers, scoutmasters, and doctors. According to a report from law firms representing clergy abuse survivors, the Catholic Church spent nearly $3 million to fight this bill between 2011 and 2008. One of the lawsuits targeting the Archdiocese of New York and other Catholic services in the city details widespread sexual abuse of children at a Staten Island homeless shelter for decades, beginning in the 1960s. A plaintiff in that suit claims that a group of nuns surrounded her at the Mount Loretta shelter forced her to strip, then made her lie down naked while the naked boy, older boy got on top of her and sexually abused her. The four or five nuns stood around and laughed, the plaintiff alleges in the suit. Several other plaintiffs in the suit described similar acts of torture and sexual abuse carried out by the priests, nuns, and other staff members at the shelter. Dozens of current and former New York priests are also named in lawsuits filed across the state. 
Also, the governing body of Jehovah Witness is also a target of multiple suits, and new allegations against Boy Scouts of America also include stories of abuse dating back to the 1960s. A group of lawyers recently announced that some 800 men are alleging they were sexually abused when they were Boy Scouts by Scout leaders and other adults involved in scouting. Other lawsuits accuse former public school employees of molesting students. The lawsuits filed also include victims of deceased child sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein victim Jennifer Arroyo filed a lawsuit against the estate of Jeffrey Epstein and his longtime associate Gisling Maxwell and three other Epstein employees, alleging that Epstein groomed her and raped her when she was 15. So far, at least five women who say they were abused by Epstein have filed lawsuits against his estate after the pedo killed himself. The hottest topic in the Epstein scandal right now is focused on Prince Andrew and the ties of Epstein and Maxwell to the royal family, which are shown to go back many years with the Queen hosting parties for the pair of them. For instance, Epstein and Maxwell were among a star-studded guest list at a party hosted by the Queen in June 2000. The Dance of Decades event, which saw more than 600 guests descend on Windsor Castle, marked four royal birthdays, including Prince Andrew's 40th. That same year, Prince Andrew is pictured accompanying Maxwell at private parties and celebrity functions both in the U.K. and in the U.S. They were photographed together at the wedding of Prince's former girlfriend, Ariel Cecil, near Salisbury in September 2000. They were again photographed together at a Halloween party thrown by model Heidi Klum in Manhattan. Just over a month later, in December 2000, the Prince threw Maxwell a surprise birthday party at Sandringham with Epstein among the guests. A few days earlier, Maxwell and Epstein had been photographed on a pheasant shoot on the Queen's estate in Northbrook. Prince Andrew and Maxwell were also, also went on a number of trips together, including to Florida and Thailand, according to an Evening Standard report from January 2001, which claimed Epstein had joined them on five such occasions over the previous 12 months. The Duke was also photographed with Epstein in New York Central Park in late 2010 after Epstein had served his sentence. Footage released by the Mail on Sunday this week also shows Prince Andrew inside Epstein's Manhattan mansion around the same time. In 2015, the Duke was named in court papers as part of the civil case against Epstein by Virginia Roberts and said she was ordered to give the prince whatever he required. Roberts claimed in court papers that she was forced to have sex with the prince on three occasions in London, New York, and in an orgy on a private Caribbean island owned by Epstein between 1999 and 2002 when she was underage. On August 25th, the Daily Mail ran the headline that the Duke of York could be summoned to Paris to help French prosecutors investigating suspected rape and sexual abuse by Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein owned a luxury apartment which featured pictures of naked young women on its walls on the French capital's most exclusive street. Epstein bought an apartment on Avenue Faux in 2002, and neighbors said they occasionally saw him smuggling teenage girls in the building through a side entrance. The Mail on Sunday reports that U.S. authorities have begun sharing information with France's judicial police, who will examine claims that two 12-year-old girls were abused after being flown from France to the U.S. as a birthday present for Epstein. A source close to the investigation said that the nature of the inquiry allows anyone who might have useful information to be called to give evidence. They can do this as a witness without initially facing criminal action. Prince Andrew would certainly be an obvious person to assist with this. Epstein is reported to have been on 11 trips to Paris in the year before he killed himself on August 10th. Innocence in Danger, the French advocacy group for abuse victims, 
claimed last week that about 10 women have provided the group with testimony linked to Epstein. In addition to Prince Andrew, some of the famous people who Virginia Roberts claims Epstein forced her to have sex with include Epstein's attorney, Alan Dershowitz, former senator and Disney chairman, George Mitchell, Highbridge Capital co-founder, Glenn Dubin, and model agent, Jean Luc Brunel. Virginia also claims that Epstein and Maxwell wanted her to have a baby to be owned by Epstein and that she escaped this baby-making trap by marrying a man and moving to Australia to get away from the pair. So I'll bring Trishan now to discuss the important developments in these child sex trafficking cases. Welcome to the show, Trish. Hi, Evelyn. I, it's really incredible, you know, to me, one of the things as you're pointing out with um, Jeffrey Epstein and this connection with Prince Andrew is that we've seen, you know, the queen and the royal family attempting to distance themselves from this when, in fact, they hosted Ghislaine and Epstein at, you know, the royal homes. It's like, so don't tell me the queen didn't know about this. And it's, they're, they're pretending that they, you know, told him to stop hanging out with this guy. And it's like, they were entertaining him too. You know, right. they had to know what was going on with him. It just, it's just incredible <clears throat> to me. And, you know, one of the other things too, as you know, you pointed out, these are, you know, really wealthy, powerful people. And, um, Jeffrey Epstein's supposed suicide very conveniently not only came the day after these names began to be released by the court, but it also came as the same, at the same time this new law in New York that you were talking about was passed where you, the, his victims could have filed new criminal charges against him and Ghislaine and all these other people because this was this case was in New York. But right. that was all conveniently prevented when he suddenly and mysteriously turns up dead, supposedly. And now right. the prosecution is moving to close the criminal case against Jeffrey Epstein and with no further arrest. Planned. Yeah, explain that to me. I, I, I'm not up on that story, but what are they planning to do? So these are this is supposedly the Southern District of New York that wants to, you know, prosecute this and investigate at Jeffrey Epstein's death and get to the bottom of it. Yet they, it is the prosecution itself, not the defense, that is calling for this case to be dismissed, but the prosecution. So that no one, no one will face criminal charges associated with um, that case. So who's behind that? Who's behind this wanting to shut down that prosecution? Who well, remember, it was that? the NY. Yeah, I, I mean, they never, they were never serious about prosecuting it in the first place. Every time we have seen one of these high-profile cases go to the Southern District of New York for prosecution, which is the um, court system that this was funneled into, these cases are buried. It was the same thing with the Clinton Foundation and so many other high-profile cases. Get They get, you know, moved into this court system only to get buried. 
And remember, it was the New York Police Department that allowed Jeffrey Epstein to sell the Lolita Express, which would have all the DNA evidence to corroborate what these women are saying happened, because that's where so many of these orgies supposedly took place. And it would have both the DNA from these hundreds of wealthy and powerful people that Alan Dershowitz assured us were getting massages from Jeffrey Epstein's girls and, um, and the girls themselves. But not two or three weeks before his big dramatic arrest where they were going to, you know, really go after this guy, they let him sell off the one key piece of evidence that would have decisively connected these people to those girls. Right. They were they were you never know, and, going to prosecute it. Yeah. And the same with with uh, Dershowitz, you know, he's out here saying, you know, that he wanted this lawsuit. He wanted this lawsuit against him because it would prove that he wasn't involved with Virginia Roberts, you know, but now he's trying to get it dismissed. Right. And the reason of being, uh, who was it? There was someone did a really great video about this um, ploy by Mike Chernovich. I think it was Adam Green. Uh, so Chernovich was, it, Mike Chernovich is a, um, conservative Trump supporting, um, journalist that, uh, along with Alan Dershowitz attempted to force the limited disclosure of these documents. Okay. They wanted only certain court documents to be shown to the public because of course they would have, um, made Alan Dershowitz appear in the best light possible. Would all, were all the documents released, it would have revealed Dershowitz to be as involved as Virginia Roberts says he was. And so the, the ploy was that Alan Dershowitz and Mike Chernovich were pretending to want to get to the bottom of this and, you know, were supposedly suing to get um, this the transparency, but in fact they were suing Virginia Roberts, the victim, not Jeffrey Epstein, and they were suing to get only limited disclosure that would ensure the best possible light for Alan Dershowitz. And and so it's, Dershowitz it's a gigantic was in on this with, with, So Cernovich was in on this with Dershowitz trying to hide these pictures yeah. that would show really. Who did yes, they reported on that? It was Adam Green from No More News did a great video on it. And one of the other things he shows about Mike Chernovich, about how disingenuous this guy is, is that, you know, he was on a um, radio show not too long ago in which he starts, he talks about the fact that he was charged and possibly convicted, um, it's not clear, of a sex crime against a woman, a violent sex crime, and um, that he you know, goes on and on about how uh, you know, he, he chokes women and that nobody teaches you how to do it without uh, crushing their larynx or making them cough and that somehow this is something women love, in his own words, as foreplay to sex. This is the guy that's going to get justice for these girls who were trafficked as children by these wealthy, powerful people. It's just absurd. Yeah. Well, this bit about uh, 
them wanting Guffrey to have a baby, Virginia Roberts, you know, that this goes to, you know, that, that you know, to supposedly the reports out that, uh, that Epstein was saying he wanted to impregnate 20 girls at a time out on his ranch, Zorro Ranch in Mexico. Yes, he spoke openly about it with these supposed, you know, leading minds in science and stuff, and they they apparently saw nothing wrong with it. It's just outrageous. You know, if this were some guy down the street on your corner block saying this kind of thing, people would correctly label him as, you know, a nut job. But somehow when you have hundreds of millions of dollars behind you, it's somehow acceptable. And and that's the other thing is, um, you know, everything Virginia Roberts has said is corroborated, not only with hard evidence of, you know, photos and receipts and, you know, uh, phone Plain messages, flight. but um, it, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's own bodyguards and staff. And other victims have fully corroborated all of this. So, um, you know, it, it just, she's couldn't be a more credible witness. And, and again, this is something Jeffrey Epstein spoke about himself openly. Right. Was well, running this a is, eugenics this is, program. This is her account. This is out of this book that she had wrote. She said, this to Guffrey's account, Epstein normally treated her like a dog on a leash that briefly changed once Epstein decided he wanted Guffrey to have his child. After a day of snorkeling in the Caribbean, Epstein told Guffrey that she had made a name for herself among the friends he had introduced her to and that he could think of nobody else he would rather have a child with than her. And Maxwell went on to describe the conditions of the arrangement. Guffrey would have nannies around the clock, a mansion paid for her in either Palm Beach or New York, and have a hefty monthly allowance. However, her servitude would continue. She would have to travel with the child to Jeffrey's whenever he asked, and she would have to sign a contract that she said she was not monogamous with Jeffrey and that Jeffrey would have custody if the two had a falling out. So this is the deal that uh, that they wanted her to agree to. Well, then she went to Australia and um, and met a guy and moved, and moved to Australia. Well, they sent her to Thailand, supposedly to, have a, uh, to learn this masseuse class. And she was supposed to bring back this underage girl, girl from Thailand, too, for Jeffrey Epstein. But she escaped. She met this man and moved to Australia and married him. And so she escaped this baby trap they set up for her. It's incredible. It's incredible. And, and we know that, you know, again, this is someone who is moving in circles with Harvard and MIT professors, such as Alan Dershowitz. Royalty, prime ministers, you know, the most wealthy and powerful among us, who is talking yeah. openly about his desire to do this with underage girls. And, and yep. you know, here we have a witness who describes that exact scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I had, I thought I had read, or I probably have it in a report someplace, that, um, that uh, that there's been lawsuits filed against Epstein's estate with claims of these women being his children. Oh, really? And I wouldn't doubt. Yeah, and I wouldn't I, doubt I there's probably hundreds of them out there. Yeah, yeah. Pretty- well, you know what's also interesting? Evelyn, no, this lobby. Come- Pardon? What? 
Go ahead. No, no, I, I said you can go ahead. Oh, I was going to say um, what's also come out of this and, is, you know, a really important piece of the puzzle that keeps getting ignored is that, you know, Jeffrey Epstein was not only protected by uh, law enforcement regarding his prolific child sex trafficking activities, but he was working directly with U.S. and Israeli intelligence in the collection of this sexual blackmail, and the U.S. and Israeli intelligence were using it themselves. So we have state-sanctioned child sex trafficking by our own government. Yep. That, I mean, yep. think about that. That our, our government is engaged in the widespread global practice of child sex trafficking and sexual blackmail. They were working hand in glove with Jeffrey Epstein. And Whitney Webb does an incredible job of demonstrating how when Jeffrey Epstein moved into that mansion, this largest residence in Manhattan was given to this 20-something-year-old college dropout by, you know, Les Wexner out of the blue. And it just so happens to turn out that this house, upon before Jeffrey Epstein moved in, had already been wired for sexual blackmail. It had a bathroom under the stairs that was had like leaded walls and then a closet inside which there were monitors connected to cameras inside all the rooms. Jeffrey Epstein right. himself declared that in a statement that um, in the 80s he worked with the CIA Alexander Acosta confirmed in a public statement that Jeffrey Epstein belonged to, quote-unquote, intelligence. In the court documents themselves, they say that Jeffrey Epstein cooperated with the FBI. I mean, and then Whitney Webb does even more documentation of his ties to um, U.S. intelligence, and nothing else would explain how the guy was given complete freaking immunity from child sex trafficking charges to begin with. And um, the, uh, Ryan Dawson does a really great job of this. There's also an article in the Duran called The Genie, Genie in the Bottle, I think is what it's called. It's about how Jeffrey Epstein was directly involved in orchestrating the Wall Street theft of trillions leading up to the the 2008 financial crash and this was at the same time he was negotiating this freaking illegal plea deal over the child sex trafficking so what i'm realizing is that um you know they used the market crash last time these explosive scandalous revelations came to public awareness and um they try they're trying this fake suicide to shut it down but there is clearly we are on the path to another financial collapse and it could very well be um brought about this year as a way again to distract from the scandal of these revelations that just keep mounting and won't seem to go away so um you know especially given 
his direct involvement. And then Jake Morphonius also does a really great video that um, ties together all these people in Trump's administration that were meeting with Jeffrey Epstein um, and were directly involved in the uh, the the fraud of the 2008 financial crash. So I think it's not unreasonable to expect that we, we could have something like that occur again because Jeffrey Epstein was apparently meeting with all these people in the months leading up to his arrest. Sure, plotting it out. He, he probably knew. I don't think he knew when he was going to be arrested because I don't think he would have came back if he had known he was going to be arrested at that airport in New Jersey. Yeah, maybe not. But he definitely knew he was going to be arrested. He would not have sold that plane otherwise. And remember, the other thing right. is that, True. you know, the police and the FBI didn't raid any of his properties. Like, the, they did the New York home, but they didn't go to, you know, the New Mexico or um, St. James Island properties until weeks after he was arrested. Oh, I know. They just raided that. What was it? Last week or the week before, the, yeah. the pedophile island, you know, months after they should have. Yeah, exactly. They, they were never serious about prosecuting this case. Yeah. Now today there's a report out that says Prince Andrew willing to talk to the FBI over relationship with Tito. Oh, FBI. please. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. As if that will <laughs> amount to anything. They're not going to charge him. They just want to know what he knows. And then they'll, you know add to their own little blackmail, sexual blackmail book with that. Yeah. Right. Right. And then what was, there's, oh, and, and then there was uh, people that resigned from the MIT Institute because of money that uh, they accepted from Epstein. Uh, I have to find that story. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good news. Harvard is refusing oh, yeah. to refund the money that a, you know, child sex trafficker and eugenics advocate uh gave to them no they won't return it eh no I'm looking for that art i'm looking for that article on uh on the oh shoot i don't know um and also there's a new york times reporter i had a story on that too that uh that took a 50, 30 30 thousand dollar loan or something or some kind of investment from uh from epstein and uh I guess he he quit the New York Times now. Oh wow! Yeah, huh. this stuff never stops, and I mean, and this stuff happened after he was he was uh, arrested. You know, these uh, these incidents with these people took money after he was prosecuted, so it wasn't like they didn't know he was a pedophile when they took the exactly. Money. You know exactly, and but uh, that I'm trying to find that. Uh, and here was a Prince Andrew took a flight on Epstein's private jet, Russian model, <laughs> in 1999. See, this goes back before 2000. Prince and Anna Malova were among nine people on previously undisclosed flight from the U.S. Virgin Islands to Florida. Uh, Andrew and Anna Malova, then 27, were among nine people on Epstein's plane for a trip from the U.S. Virgin Islands to Florida in 1999. And Malova was later jailed in the U.S. for failing to comply with court order program relating to a recent prescription painkillers. All over the place. All over the place. And then there was another headline, Prince Anne, you seen getting foot massage from young woman at Epstein's apartment. Never ends. Gosh. Never ends. 
Well, you also mentioned those um, illegal human experiments. You know, not only Jeffrey Epstein got off for sexual blackmail operations using children um, alongside U.S. law enforcement, but the Claire Bronfman, who whose father is tied directly to the sexual blackmail operations run by Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. Brom- the, Edgar Bronfman and Robert Maxwell were, you know, colleagues in uh, Israeli espionage. And so Claire Bronfman, um, you know, she... She was running, according to, you know, the investigation, a sexual blackmail operation, and she was blackmailing five judges, Chuck Schumer, and all these other people. She walked. She she also walked yeah. on these charges of child sex trafficking. And and she had funded Nexium to the tune of $100 million. If that's not culpable, I don't know what is. In addition, she funded that guy, Dr. Porter, to the tune of $30 million. And these were the, oh these God. experiments, these trauma-based experiments that he was, he was doing are this exact kind of practices used by the CIA to, um, in their, you know, MKUltra and other, you know, programming um, practices Mind that control. they've used on Mind. children. Yeah. This is, this is so scary how far they've gotten with this before we stop them. Yeah. But, it, but yet it's, you know, again, Claire Bronfman walked away. She still has yeah, well, she made, she made any a time in jail. Million dollar fine, $6 million fine. Big deal. What is that to billionaires? Yeah. No, that's dollars. nothing. And as no. you pointed out, Evelyn, she's continuing to do what she was doing all along, just as Jeffrey Epstein did throughout the you know prosecution of his original case he was he was having those 12 year old girls delivered to him as he was being yeah. prosecuted for child sex trafficking right and i wonder if it's that uh, that uh, uh, that modeling agent what the heck's his name again john Luke tra- something or other yeah um if he's the one that delivered those girls to epstein because yeah. his name keeps coming up in that article about the french investigating the ties to Epstein. Yeah, because so he I was wonder... on the record. Yeah, he was on the record for delivering a lot of those girls. Like, you know, yeah. there were, um, I read a bunch of like phone messages from him about, you know, specifically girls he would have delivered to Jeffrey. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, and like we talked about, I don't know why this Maxwell is running around free as a bird. She's a child rapist. I mean, forget about that she's a recruiter. She's a child rapist. I mean, I'm reading through yep. this, uh, this Virginia Roberts, uh, uh, I don't know what it's called. This, this, I don't know what it is. It's like a diary, but it's like a book, but it explains everything. And she says Maxwell is involved yeah. in all of this stuff. I mean, she describes these acts of Maxwell teaching her to, to service Epstein. And Maxwell is in on all the ways. Yeah, no, she is yeah, raping no, these girls. Yeah, she sexually abused the girls too. Yeah, and and huh. you know Sarah Kellen off, you know, jet setting around the world. That's why they faked Jeffrey Epstein's death was to just shut the criminal case. That's right. and now, now Sarah Kellen. Know, they, now she's she's like one of his recruiters. Now 
How old was she when she came on to Epstein's table? That's Wasn't a really she underage good question. to begin with? I, I think, think she so. was. Yeah. I think uh, so. And so, you know, now now they just tell her I mean, isn't she man isn't she the one that's married to uh to a, a, a NASCAR driver or something? Yes. Yes. Race car driver. Yeah. I wonder how yep. he likes this. These yep. men have no pride whatsoever. His wife okay, used keep, to tra- yeah. sex traffic children to billionaires. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He must be so proud. Okay, I came across this uh, article about, it was New York Times reporter Landon Thomas Jr. solicited 30,000 donations from Jeffrey Epstein in 2017. Wow. To a Harlem, donation from Epstein to a Harlem Cultural Center. He was asked by his editors last year to interview the convicted pedophile about a tip that Epstein was advising Elon Musk on Telsa. Thomas, a financial correspondent who worked for the Times for 16 years, did the sit-down with Epstein, a longtime source of his. Then he disclosed to his editor, David Enrich, that he asked the multimillionaire for the massive donation in 2017. So anyhow, he's been done. (laughs) So... Yeah, and, I mean, anyhow, this this operation dates back decades, and it's you know again Whitney Webb did an incredible four part series on the history of this uh, sexual blackmail operation, which was handed down to Jeffrey Epstein from um, Roy Cohen and Adnan Khashoggi, and. You remember Adnan Khashoggi was directly involved in Iran-Contra under George Bush. And he was the one with that yacht that had the operating theater and the morgue on it, the 300-foot yacht. He was also the morgue on it? Front. It has a morgue on it. Donald Trump bought this yacht from when from Adnan Khashoggi or after Adnan Khashoggi died. And that's how we know about this morgue. And it's just like, what the hell would anybody put a morgue on their yacht for? You know, I Didn't mean, there's no explanation that before? for that. Is that for uh, organ harvesting? Yes. That's exactly right. It has this, you know, you could argue that the operating theater was there because, you know, they wanted to ensure the privacy of the family should anyone need any surgery so that they could, you know, go out to see and have a medical team flown in and all that other stuff. You could totally convince me that a billionaire would do that. But you cannot give me any legitimate explanation for why there would be a morgue on there. Has anybody explained that? No. No. And so, you know, and Adnan Khashoggi, we know, was money laundering the Iran-Contra money and smuggling weapons and drugs for that operation under George Bush. So, um, you know, this this is a whole organized crime syndicate that has been in operation and and fully functioning for generations. And, you know, it it explains it, it explains why our world is the way it is, because 
these people have been blackmailing systematically all of our, you know, elected leaders and government officials and um, in order to serve their own interests. And it's why we have government without taxation, without representation at this point. Those government officials are not representing us. They're representing their blackmailers and corporate sponsors. Well, right, and we talked about last week how uh, how Ghislaine Maxwell gave a talk at a Massachusetts school just this past January. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're putting the pedophiles right in our schools. Right, and for the principal to not even have done a basic search to discover her association, you know, decades-long association with an accused child sex trafficker, um, you know, it shows incredible, not only a lack of responsibility, but um, just carelessness of... Well, right, like it, you said, Rockford's school superintendent, Rob Liebold, confirmed Maxwell's presentation, but told the Globe they had no knowledge of her ties to Epstein. This is in 2019, when Maxwell's yeah. ties to Epstein have been all over the media for the last 10 years. Right, exactly. I mean, they're photographed together all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we don't even know where she is now. They they say that she's living with CEO Scott Bergerson in this $3 million Oceanfront home in, in uh, Massachusetts. And then we see her Hello, with her fake photograph out there in the, the In-N-Out Burger in California a day, the next day after this article came out. Right. Well, the um, the CEO you mentioned is on the record saying that he is not dating her and she is not living with him. Oh yeah, right. But the neighbors said that they see him. He's seen him out there walking her dog and all this stuff a bunch of times. Oh wow. <laughs> well, maybe they broke up and he was making the statement regarding the present tense and not historically. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean. Well, they're all out there, you know. I mean, my boyfriend's mother, I was over talking to her about the Epstein scandal and I was saying about Prince Andrew. She said, yeah, but he denies it ever happened. And I said, of course right. he denies it ever happened. Every single right. one of them says that. What would you my expect God. him to say? <laughs> yeah. But I didn't have the information like I'm talking about today, you know, about, you know, how they broke down about all the places that the Queen has them out there, her, her out to the castle for birthday parties. Yeah. Yes. This is so insane. Well, but, and again, yeah. the hypocrisy of her, you know, th- making these statements about how upset they are regarding his affiliation with Jeffrey Epstein. She herself awarded the highest medal uh, of honor to none other than serial predator Jimmy Savile, who spent lots and lots of time around the Queen and Prince Charles before it finally yeah. came out that the guy had abused hundreds, if not thousands, horrific abuse of sexual abuse of children. Uh, you mean to tell me she didn't have a, her staff would, was not able to uncover that kind of stuff about him before, you know, when they vetted him? Oh, right, right. And I think he got an award from the Vatican, too, uh, Savile. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Well, yeah. the Vatican is a den of pedophiles, too. Now, I know that uh, in, in Epstein's house that he had a picture of him uh, shaking hands with the Pope. 
and I don't know which no. pulp it was. I, it doesn't. It's not the present pulp. But yeah, he Probably had, there he was shaking hands yeah. with pulp. Incredible. It's, it's All the perverts stick together there, Vatican. <laughs> yes, they sure do. Yeah. Yes, they sure do. So, but yeah. That's another. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, again, you never see these people punished. And the Vatican is another example of that. You know, just last year, there was this massive child grooming, rape, and pornography ring run on church property was busted, and no one went to fucking jail. I know it. I know it. Yeah, they I used mean, I, whips and other sadistic methods raping these children. They recorded the rape on church property and then distributed the material around Catholic church property. Sure. Well, David Icke says that Princess Diana knew about this stuff with Seville. That, uh, well, I've seen pictures of her shaking hands with him and smiling, and that's why I was like, wow, um, that kind of surprised me. Maybe it was before she knew the deal, but... Um, well, probably because they said that, that, that he was uh, serving as Prince Charles' mentor with him and with oh, Princess right. Diana and Prince Charles when they were having d- difficulties. <laughs> How disgusting, like, of all people. And then again, for the um, the queen to, to feign, you know, irritation and embarrassment of Prince Andrew's affiliation with Epstein. I mean, like, what a fucking joke. Oh, I know it. And the thing about, you know, this isn't stressed enough, like, when I was writing down the summary today, I added about when they said that, that, she, that Virginia Guffrey was forced to have sex with Prince Andrew. They they say the places, but they don't say that on the island it was an orgy with eleven underage girls that Prince Andrew right. participated with down there on the island. You know, I mean, this stuff is so horrible, but only half of it gets reported. Right? Yeah, that's the thing. They're they're trying very hard, you know. And now with this fake suicide, they have everyone arguing over how he died instead of you know, talking about the fact that he was running a sexual blackmail operation using children, not only with the protection, but the full participation of U.S. intelligence. Right. Under right. state sanction. And this is why we can't break it open, because this is the yeah. key. Yeah, this is underlying intelligence agencies from all over the world using this blackmail network. Yes. They picked this horrible monster that says he has to have three orgasms a day. And we talked about this before. You know, he's paying with all of this in cash to all these girls. This is IRS fraud. I mean, he said that he needed uh, three girls a day. Well, he paid them two and three hundred a day. Then he paid other girls to bring girls in. And he would pay each of the girls that the girls brought in $200 each for those. So just say it's $1,000 a day, you know. That's a half of, half of, so he paid all this in cash. That is IRS fraud. You know, where are the taxes? I don't care what those girls provided. He paid them in cash. Right, right, right. That he should have been arrested for IRS fraud too, big time. Exactly. Because he would have had to pay payroll taxes in on those girls for any work that they did to him, no matter what work it was. But he didn't do that. So we're talking about $1,000 a day. 
he was dishing out cash, not paying taxes on. Right. No, that's a, that's a really good point. I mean, the the whole thing, the whole thing, you know, it's not going to stop until we do something about it, you know, and, and what they want most is for us to stop talking about it. And remember, it was the very same man who covered up Jimmy Savile's, you know, career, decades-long abuse of children who is now in, you know, the CEO of the New York Times and doing his damnedest to cover up, uh, you know, this whole child sex trafficking operation, too. Yeah, and wasn't he the one, too, that put on articles about slamming Pizzagate like it wasn't real? Yes, yes. They were the ones that (laughs) led the whole effort to debunk at the New York Times, um, to debunk Pizzagate. Sure, sure. Which and, this and, is what we're talking about is Pizzagate, this child sex trafficking sure by the is. wealthy and powerful. That is what it is. Right. That's just the code word for Pizzagate because it's all of this. It's yes. all involved. They're all involved together. And that's the yes. same reason why in my summary, why I bring up that case about the nuns, you know, abusing children. Because it's not just the priests and the bishops and everything. The nuns are in on this too. In the yes. Catholic Church. And this has yes. got to stop. And I want to see some of these nuns arrested. My God. Have been participating. Yes. And they do the same thing. Them nuns, they go have all these kids and everything. So at least the same trip that Epstein's doing and Nexium's doing, having all these babies. Yes. And then sell, they sell them. The church sells them. That's the other thing. The Catholic Church, you know, is probably the oldest child trafficking organization in the world. They, they've been yeah. stealing and selling children for profit for centuries. Yeah. And that, that model, Naomi Campbell, she's a real piece of work, isn't she? Yes. She's out there all mad because all uh, the media has put out pictures of uh, Virginia Roberts being at her birthday party, you know, acting like uh, well, she wouldn't have known about this and, and people shouldn't be assuming that. This went on at her party. Well, what the hell is it went on at her party? She had on the very same clothes that Dean Roberts did that she had on where, where uh, Prince Andrew had his arm around her, her uh, waist there. What did they think? Right. Having just for? met her. He, he just yes. met her that night. And this is a girl to whom he is not related. Right. An underage right. girl who he's touching like that. <clears throat> exactly, and all the explanations that the royal family put out, there was none that explained that picture, that what was he doing with an underage girl that was flown over here from there from the United States. And you it know? was in Ghislaine Maxwell's home with Ghislaine Maxwell right there, just as Virginia Roberts said. Right, smiling away. Mm-hmm. Boy, she is, she is a sick individual, isn't she, that Maxwell? She's, oh, well, she was raised for this, remember. Her father yeah. was an Israeli super spy who did the same thing. And he was assassinated by Mossad when he got out of line. So this is, yeah. I mean, she was born in... And besides this. being a Mossad agent, he was a head of a, a media empire, wasn't he? Right, and he went broke. And then tried to extort money out of Mossad 
and that's when this whole sexual blackmail operation um, thing was coming together, and he threatened the Mossad to expose their crimes if they didn't arrange to bail him out. And that's when they decided he was more of a liability than an asset. Yet, despite him turning up dead, having fallen off his yacht and and washing ashore, being found naked in the water. Naked? He was still naked, yes. He was given, like, a um, state funeral. He had, like, seven sitting and former prime ministers at his funeral. They went on and on about how he had done more for Israel than they could ever have mentioned. What did he do? This is, he, was, <laughs> he stole the promised software from the Pentagon, and it was, a, it, was a, it was code that was installed as a backdoor to let the CIA onto all these devices. Well, the, he stole the access for Israel. So now Israel has that backdoor into all of American devices and intelligence. All of the intelligence, this was software that was used by other nations' intelligence agencies called the Promise Software. Wow. It was one of the biggest um, spy scandals in our history, and it was Ghislaine Maxwell's own father. When did that happen? I think it was in the 70s, I want to say. Wow. The 60s or 70s. And he did other things. I can't remember now off the top of my head, but that was... That was the biggest one. That was considered, you know, he was, he's a hero to them for that. Oh, for stealing that? Yes, because it was so valuable. It gave them access to all the spy agencies' data that they were collecting uh, around the world. Wow. That's how they're able to blackmail everyone. <laughs> well, what do you think is going to happen to all of the... You know, when they, then they raided Epstein's mansion in New York, when they raided his safe, they said they had all kinds of um, tapes in there. And, like, they said they had tapes that showed it would have a girl's name, say, just Virginia Robert, and then would have a guy's name next to it. So I'm assuming the guy's names are the ones that were being blackmailed, and that's, through, that's his tapes that he had on them all. Right. But we're, we're not yeah, going to hear no want- more about that, I suppose. Well, they're not going to do anything with it. They, they're moving to close the case. They'll use it themselves for sexual blackmail purposes, which is what the oh, FBI sure. is. That's what the FBI and CIA are. They're nothing more than sexual blackmail operations. They cover up crimes. Ever since Hoover, again, the Whitney Webb series is invaluable. You see that the FBI has been corrupted all along since Hoover, when the Meyer-Lansky Mafia caught him in a sexual relationship with another man. And, and from that point on, the FBI has been an arm of organized crime. They cover up these high-profile you know, crimes by powerful people. That's their job. How did they, how did they pick Epstein to do this? 
different. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't read through all of these series, and I'm not, it's not clear to me how. But he also fits the profile of the people that are chosen for these um, mind control operations and to work as, um, you know, operatives for intelligence, where he has, like, this hard scrabble upbringing kind of story where his father was missing and stuff like that oh, really? from what I understand. His father was missing? This is what, that's what I understand. I could be wrong about that. But, um, my, and he just kind of came out of nowhere. And I think, you know, this is pretty typical where these kids who are vulnerable because of a difficult home life or something, just like Virginia Roberts, how these girls were pulled in, um, they're, they're offered, they're, they're more easily manipulated. And I think they saw that in Jeffrey and that's how he became their guy. They, he was able to pull off the kind of scams that they needed to. And remember early, very early on, Jeffrey Epstein worked with that guy. Um, I can't remember something burger, how, how, Harsberger or something like that, who was convicted of financial fraud in a scheme that in which Jeffrey Epstein was a direct partner. And Jeffrey Epstein got off scot-free. And I think what happens is that, you know, they saw that Jeffrey Epstein was capable of pulling off this kind of financial scam, and they thought he was a guy that could help them like it he did in 2008 with these massive, you know, global financial frauds in which they could make trillions. And that's exactly right. what he did. Well, George, we talked about this before, but George Webb says that he, he was trained as a pilot, that, uh, that old man Barr, would be Donald Barr, hired him as a teacher at that Dalton school, but he said he really was trained as a pilot in that he trained other pilots and that they were running in the uh, Iran conference. They were running weapons and drugs and, and I suppose, children now in the Iran-Contra affair and that, that he trained other pilots to participate in that, too. And that's why he's flying all over the world. Well, yeah, I'm Whitney Webb. Again, this is the Adnan Khashoggi sexual blackmail operation is the one that Jeffrey Epstein picked up. And, okay. Um, he was directly involved in the Iran-Contra. Remember, Adnan Khashoggi was involved in the Iran-Contra, and um, so was Jeffrey Epstein. And Ghislaine Maxwell herself had her helicopters, pi helicopter pilot's license. And there's at least one of the girls that Jeffrey Epstein was sex trafficking who he paid for her training. She now has her own quote-unquote aviation school but she was trained as a pilot and likely did um these runs of guns drugs and children around the world for this syndicate yes. was that the girl that uh epstein bought from a family in either czechoslovakia or yugoslavia when she was 14 yes yes is that her is her name natalia or something like that natalia or something like that yes yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought her when she was 14, and then he trained her, and so now she has her own aviation company. What are these brothers right. doing now that Epstein's gone? 
To what? What are these broads doing now that Epstein's gone? Good question. Like this pilot, like this women pilot. They're probably, the whole thing is still running, Evelyn. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein oh. is just one person. The whole system, I mean, it's a global system. Yeah, how and about his so, brother, Mark? Is he involved in this? Didn't well, he own he the building where the underage yes. and stuff? Yes. Yeah. Of course he's involved. They, the whole the whole operation is still running. They just have to, you know, shuffle around some people. And I'm sure they did not miss a beat. There is no Do you even think Epstein is really dead? I, I do not. I, I don't either. I mean, where's the freaking video? Okay? Again and again and again. You know, where is the freaking video? This is, like, supposedly the only suicide in 40 freaking years. In this institution. Can you imagine that? Right. No. The the, the highest price prisoner in the world right now. And he commits suicide in a place that there hasn't been a suicide in 40 years. Right. And this is, again, you know, the the parallels are really shocking when you look at them. Because the, the defense, ironically, called in this guy. Uh, I think his name is William Barr. Baden. Baden. Michael Baden, who is, believe it or not, was old enough to have been the coroner who was brought in on JFK's assassination to contradict, he contradicted the Surgeon General's report. So Michael Baden helped in the JFK assassination cover up. He is brought in to the Jeffrey Epstein, quote-unquote, suicide. The only reason he would be brought in is for a cover-up. Right, right. Because he's the one that said that uh, Oswald was a lone shooter in the JFK murder. Yes. And the Surgeon General's report states specifically that there were at least two shooters as evidenced by the gunshot wound, the bullet wound in JFK's throat where his Adam's apple was, and the bullet hole in the windshield that was directly in front of him. Great. Well, okay, Trish, our time's up. Thank you so much for coming on. You always have the best information. Oh, of course, people. We will see you next week. Have a good week. Okay. Peace and pieces, bloody and bruised. I feel so helpless and confused. Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right. I'm sitting in the middle trying to live.